Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I'm ready to go. Streaming now only on Peacock. Five rich and famous international soccer stars. They have everything except love. I think girls in the past have gone for me because of what I've got. That's why we're going undercover. We're setting them up with single American women. They don't know we are famous. They don't know we are rich. And they'll have to hide their true identity. What do you need for work? I'm an ad salesman. (laughs) Oh, God. What am I doing? Love Undercover. New series streaming now only on Peacock. everyone and welcome into Going for the Green. I'm your host Sarah Perlman and for the next 30 minutes we will be providing you with the best betting info heading into this week's Open Championship and to help me do that I welcome in my good friend and our resident golf expert Will Gray. Will we're getting ready to place our bets for St. Andrews. How are we doing? Oh we are doing very well Sarah. This is going to be a fantastic week. I feel like there's a tier system with the Open. You have the Open, play it anywhere that's here. An open in Scotland is a little better. And then an open at St. Andrews at the old course. It is as good as it gets. The course is already playing firm and fast. The weather looks like it's going to cooperate this week. We are in for a treat. No, it's going to be fantastic. And we do begin with the obvious headline, right? That's the return of Tiger Woods. We last saw Tiger at the PGA Championship. That was back in May, where he withdrew from the tournament before the final round. His return to St. Andrews, however, of course, where he's won two of his three Claret Jugs. It comes with plenty of fanfare. But I look at the odds well here, and he's still a long shot. He's sitting at 80-1 to at points bet. What are your realistic expectations for the 15-time major winner this week? Yeah, I think it's an important distinction to note that this is Tiger's best shot at a major in 2022, but that does not make it a good shot at a major. I think 80 to 1 is about right in the ballpark. If you look at some of those derivative markets, you see the Tiger's minus 135 at points bet to make the cut. He's plus 120 for a top 40 finish. That puts the the over-under around like 50th place, which feels pretty much on point given how he played in those first two majors that he did tee it up in, making the cut at both the Masters and the PGA. We saw him struggle so much on the weekend at Southern Hills with his body. It made sense that he withdrew before the final round. And then to skip Brookline, I think that was another smart choice because he wants to put all his eggs in this basket. There's no denying the fact that this is a course where his artistry is able to shine. He knows this place like the back of his hand, similar to his efficiency or affinity rather for for Augusta National. And it's a place where he's going to have, you know, local knowledge and course knowledge are going to add to his his ability and add to his score ultimately. Uh, but I do think that it's going to be a tough walk, not not just for the the flatness of the of the turf where it's going to be an easier walk than it was at, at uh, Augusta National and Southern Hills. But I think it's going to be tough for him to get those 72 holes in. Some of the physical limitations we saw pop up over the weekend at those first two majors could rear their head again this week. But I do think, listen, nowhere else 
in the world brings out the best of Tiger Woods, like Augusta, like St. Andrews. I think it could happen again this week, but I'm still tempering those expectations. Yeah, and familiar with the course, as you mentioned. He won the Open at the old course, but that was back in 2000. And then in 2005, you said it played in the Masters. He finished 47th there. But we do know the book is expected to take a lot of money just because of his name, Tiger Woods. And we'll get into that later with the head trader uh, of points by Jay Croucher. But for now, another player that we need to break down, not just Tiger, a huge name. It's, it's Rory McIlroy. Well, I look at him. He's the outright favorite sitting at 10 to 1. He has seven straight uh, top 20 finishes, including a T5 at the U.S. Open. And we see why he is the outright betting favorite for this weekend. He missed out on the last edition of the Open here. That was back in 2015 due to injury. But I'm, I'm asking you now, as we look at the odds here, can he claim his fifth major this time at St. Andrews as the betting favorite, 10 to 1? Uh, can he? Yes. Do I want to predict it at 10 to 1 free tournament? No. I, I feel like this is uh, becoming Charlie Brown in the football with Rory McIlroy and major championships because everything was was lined up perfectly at Southern Hills at the PGA. He opens very strongly and kind of stalls out from there. It was looking good at Brookline. He couldn't quite put it together. Listen, he's not missing cuts. He's made, he's finished inside the top 10 in each of the first three majors this year. He has never gone four for four in the majors in terms of top 10s. He has the opportunity to do that, obviously, this week. And, and listen, go back to 2010. It's, it's a microcosm of Rory in the majors. He shoots 63 on Thursday, and then he goes 80 on Friday and then still manages to battle his way back into the mix. Uh, you know, it was a shame that he missed it in 2015 when he was at the at the peak of his powers. Uh, and it would not surprise anyone to see him play well this week. But I do think that it's getting to the point now where, yes, on paper, he deserves to be the favorite, but he also deserved to be the favorite. You know, at the last two majors, he'll probably deserve to be one of the favorites at Augusta in April. I need to see it when it counts over the weekend before I'm really going to invest at such a short price. Yeah, his recent success, I think, and, and just playing here, maybe that's why he's the betting favorite. He's finished inside the top 20 in the last seven events he's played. You mentioned now he's looking to finish top 10 in all four majors in the same calendar year for the first time in his career. 10 to 1 outright favorite uh, right now in the betting market. But before we get to the rest of the field, I am curious. We look at specifically Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Are there any bets with those two players, popular names, that intrigue you for the Open Championship? I, I am intrigued in terms of Rory looking at Thursday markets. And I see there's a plus 300 on Rory being inside the top 10 after the opening round. It is very telling at St. Andrews that you need to get off to a fast start. If you go back to 1990, every champion at St. Andrews has been inside the top three after the opening round. This is not a place where you can be T22 going into Friday and, and kind of make it up. This is a place where you're able to play defense when you're in the lead. So everyone knows, including Rory, that you're going to have to get off to a hot start. He has been playing very well in the first round of late, including a 62 at the Travelers a couple weeks ago. So I think expecting Rory to post a 65, 66 in that first round, get inside the top 10 at 3-1, to one, that definitely has, has some intrigue for me because if you think about it, if he's going to finish well on Sunday, he's probably going to have to start well on Thursday. And then Tiger, the, the one that caught my eye, there's a plus 180 in a head-to-head -head against Ryan Fox from New Zealand, who has been lighting the world on fire in the European Tour. He's playing lights out, but I do not think I've ever seen Tiger as a plus 180 underdog in a head-to-head. -head. So the book is trying to steer you to bet on Tiger by, by flashing that number. It's like, hey, come on over here, give us your money. <laughs> Uh, but I might just do it anyway, because I do think that, like we said, Tiger's experience at the old course, it speaks for itself. I think he's going to make the cut. Ryan Fox is iffy in majors. So at plus 180, that, that might just be enough to get me to tempt.
the book tricked you and they're making you take the plus 180 on Tiger Woods. I do love that Rory look three to one to finish in the top 10 after round one. Now, obviously those are the two bigger names that we've discussed and we will get to your best bets later in the show, but we look at the entire field over in St. Andrews uh, in Scotland for this weekend. Any other bets that pop right away? Yeah, I think a name to know, they call him the bullet over in Europe, is Marcus Armitage. He's from England. He is as happy-go-lucky as they get, but he is really starting to play some pretty good and pretty solid golf. Has, has made 12 or 13 cuts in Europe, just qualified in a 36-hole qualifier to make this field. He made the cut last year at the Open and barely missed it at the U.S. Open last year. Missed it by a shot. Uh, but I like him at plus 320 for a top 40 finish. I don't need him to be on the first page of the leaderboard on Sunday, but I do think his solid play is going to be enough to get him into the weekend. I think he could really relish the vibe of this tournament, similar to what we saw from Beef Johnston uh, in 2016 at Royal Troon. Uh, and so I think that uh, Marcus Armitage for a top 40 finish, getting better than 3-1, to one, uh, it's going to be on my card for sure. Okay, I look forward to seeing what else is on your betting card. Three prop bets down and a lot more to go. But for now, coming up next, we bring on the book, Points Bet Head of Trading, Jay Croucher. He joins us next to talk more British Open bets. But first, this weekend could be Tiger Woods' last potential appearance at St. Andrews. Check out what CC Sabathia had to say on the Beyond the Fairway podcast about Tiger's impact on growing the game. So when you see, when you see Earl and having this systemic change, from the uh, clothing aspect of apparel. Like, I mean, how do you feel that that can implement golf long-term, like long-term in the future? No, I think it could be huge. I think, you know, you're just getting guys out, like, you know, the celebrities yeah. here, you're seeing different guys, Steph Curry golfing. Yeah. You know, that can inspire some kids yes. to, to, co to come out and play golf. So it's not just, you know, people watching Tiger or, or you know, Harold Varner. It's, you know, the guys that are actually playing golf every day, Absolutely. which is kind of our, you know, demographic now. So it's fun to see that, you know, that change in who's coming to the golf course. Welcome back to Going for the Green. We've already tackled the top stories this week and what exactly that means for your betting card. But to get a real sense of how to beat the book this week, what better way than to hear from them? Joining us now is our good friend and head of trading at PointsBet, Jay Croucher. Jay, welcome. Thank you for joining the show. We always like to check the pulse on the book's biggest liabilities, especially at big events. But there's probably no bigger X factor than Tiger Woods himself. I'm curious, how do you price Tiger Woods knowing the avalanche of money that's going to come in on him because he is Tiger Woods, but really knowing that he's a realistic uh, long shot to win at St. Andrews this week? Yeah, well, as you might expect, he's shaping up to be our biggest liability again because that's what happens at every single tournament he plays. Uh, so there is a little bit of a balancing act, but at the same time, I think 80 to 1 to Will's point is around a fair price for Tiger. I think that you know, at this course, he will have probably his, his best chance uh, that he's had, you know, at any tournament so far this year. And, you know, the old course, it is magical and uh, he's going to need some magic. And I think that the way that it will probably shape out is that he'll probably come out playing pretty well. And then it's just a matter of whether he can sustain that, whether his body can sustain that mm -hmm. across four days. We do make him a favorite to make the cut at minus 135. So we think he's almost a 60% chance to make the cut. And I think for him, that would definitely be a win. Uh, and then if you want to get into the, the bigger prices, you know, potentially top 20 at plus 300, uh, don't think he's going to win the Open Championship, but it would be good if he's in the mix and then ultimately loses for our sake. 
There you go. Try and, try and thread that needle exactly right. Uh, I, I'm interested to, to know in terms of the live markets, you, you mentioned there's a good chance that he does get off to a solid start, similar to maybe what we saw at the Masters. Is this a situation where maybe you've got a shorter leash on the, on the Tiger price than maybe you would even some of the other big names where you're going to have to tighten up that number pretty quickly if he gets out and gets under par in that first round? Definitely. And a trader might even have a screen just solely dedicated to Tiger Woods um, because uh, we'll want to be caving his price as soon as he makes a move. It's kind of it's kind of like the Brooks Kepka corollary, where if Brooks starts hot at a major, not this year, but in previous years, then his price nosedives very quickly because he's such a, a hot and cold player, so high variance that when he's on, he can win any tournament. And Tiger Woods not necessarily like that, but it's the same kind of principle where you know, if he does start off really well, then everyone is going to want to bet on Tiger. And I think that if he looks really good early, people will be fine betting on Tiger at 30 to 1, 40 to 1, because it's still a relatively big number. Uh, but it just won't be that 80 to 1 that he is right now. They'll be trying to block and tackle their way to the window to try and get some of those tickets. Uh, one guy I'm interested to get your opinion on, uh, Jay, is perhaps the hottest name in golf, and that's Xander Shoffley. And I, I feel like there are some correlations to where we had with Scotty Scheffler before the Masters, where this is a guy that has been playing well. Everyone's waiting on him to get the win. The win leads to multiple wins. Now potentially could it lead to uh, a first major championship? I've seen his numbers start to, to shorten over these last few days, especially after he won the Scottish Open on Sunday. But where do you guys stand with how much uh, – liability you're willing to take on the x-man yeah probably not as big a liability on the x-man as we might have anticipated just because he has been at bigger prices recently for tournaments i think that people probably think that the value on shuffle is gone uh at the same time he's the form golfer in the world obviously has those two wins his past two starts and it's not just that but it's just the picture of consistency he's finished top 20 at his past seven tournaments and he doesn't doesn't really have any holes in his game, uh, which is why he's such a good golfer to to back for the the markets that reward consistency, like top twenty, top ten. He's not a player who typically you know just goes out and blows it and misses cuts. And you know coming into uh, probably the last major, we were looking at the big four in golf from a betting perspective, at least as McElroy, Rahm, Justin Thomas, and Scotty Scheffler. Now Xander Shoffley has nudged Justin Thomas out of that uh, with Thomas's form lately. And so now Shoffley is right there in that chasing pack behind McElroy. 16 to 1 right now for Xander Shoffley in the outright market to win the Open Championship this weekend. A little surprised you guys don't have too much liability on him, but that leads me to ask you now, Jay, where are you guys taking a lot of money outside Tiger Woods? What are some of the liabilities forming over at PointsBet? Yeah, so Will Zalatoris is the big one, and that's probably what we expected in a way where just because he, he finishes top 10 at major tournaments for fun. Uh, he's got a sixth, the second, and a second. This year at majors, there just seems to be something where he has a gene where he's just in the mix constantly. And he's the most difficult golfer in the world to price at the moment because, yes, he's incredible at majors, but then he's also got three missed cuts in the past two months. His putting is uh, extremely unreliable. And when it's on, as it has been at majors, then he's just about... As, as good as any golfer in the world. And when it's off, he misses he misses cuts. So mm -hmm. uh, he's a very difficult golfer to price, but he's someone where at 30 to one, people don't care as much about the downside. They just want to ride the upside. And uh, and it's pretty easy to see why, given that clearly he's, he's built for these tournaments. For the record, I've been on the downside of the miscut side when I bet on Will Zalatoris. I'll just say it. 
Yeah, I just want to say it, it is absolutely maddening trying to figure out Will Zalatoris for majors. I saw a stat in the three majors this year, he is plus 17 strokes gained putting. In the other nine starts, he's minus 16. So it's it's a, a gap of more than two strokes per round, which is larger than the gap between the best and worst putter in the world on the PGA Tour. That is that is the the spectrum that we are swinging with Will Zalatoris when he just steps up to, to one of these tournaments that – Jay, to your point, it's like Brooks Kepka. These are the only ones I care about. These are the ones that I put well at. I don't know how sustainable that is. I feel like eventually he's going to start putting like the other Will Zalatoris, the other 48 weeks out of the year. But it is remarkable to see him be able to show up not just once, but three for three this year and somehow find his way on the greens. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I do want to get into the course because it is a Lynx course, obviously, at St. Andrews. Wide open fairways, deep pop bunkers, very unforgiving wins. Definitely a different challenge than we're used to seeing in the United States, not just for the golfers, for betters as well, handicappers in the book. So I'm curious, Jay, what kind of challenge does the Lynx course, the old course in, in particular at St. Andrews, provide you guys? Yeah, the old course is a weird one because typically you think that link style courses with the weather being in Scotland, all of that, that it's going to create, you know, absolute chaos and it's going to be really high scoring. But, you know, the old course is pretty flat. It's pretty pliable. Uh, it's pretty firm. And we've seen some really low scores win in the past. And so right now we're setting the over under for the winning score at 271 and a half. So we think that about 17 under will win the tournament. Um, so it expecting a pretty low score relative to what you would expect from a link style course. At the same time, uh, it is Scotland, it is a link style course. We don't really know what the weather will do. There will be some rain, there will be some wind. It's just a matter of how extreme it is. I will say that, you know, who this in terms of who this favours, it will favour players like Will Zalatoris because of his ball striking in the wind. It will favour someone like John Rahm, who has an incredible record uh, on link style courses. His shots, his strokes gained on link style courses are is, is as good as anyone. So we'll reward those guys. Um, but yeah, I think that we will see a pretty low winning score. All right. So I want to kind of peel back the onion here for you, Jay, in terms of the opening two rounds. And, and this from a handicapping perspective, excuse me, is something that always intrigues me because this is the only major where everyone goes off the first tee. So you have tee times from 630 in the morning till three in the afternoon. And you are able to see guys play not just a few holes, but have complete rounds. You can see the entire course and how it plays out. And you still got a long card of three balls available to you as a better where you have a little bit more information on how things are playing out, what holes are tough, what holes are easy. They can make help you make an informed decision. How much are you guys scrutinizing that uh, in the first two rounds? Do you price some of those later day three balls? Or is that something where, you know, if someone is is doing their homework and taking notes, then maybe they're going to be able to find a, a softer number than was available eight or, eight or nine hours before? Definitely. That's that's where the, the gaps are. That's where the vulnerabilities are. And I will say, you know, not just for this, but for all sports and all betting, like study the weather and study what the weather's going to do, because that's something that I think a lot of people just don't factor in enough that, you know, the conditions shape, uh, shape the events and they, it will uh, certainly at the open will in the NFL. It does it all the time. And so study the weather and study, you know, what the course is looking like uh, and then in play, uh, which is, you know, for the most part, in play is more vulnerable than pre-match because pre-match pricing, there's so much liquidity, there's so many people betting on it. We're so confident in the prices. If something happens in play that renders those pre-match prices a little bit obsolete, then all of a sudden the pricing gets a little bit more out of whack. 
and we'll do our best job possible, but you know, we are adjusting on the fly. So definitely there'll be opportunities that pop up in play. Well, quick follow for you. Are you more looking to bet European golfers because the Lynx course out in Scotland? Uh, uh, not necessarily because at this point, so many of the top players in Europe and in the U.S. have gotten experience at the Lynx. You had 14 out of the top 15 just played the Scottish Open last week right. at the Renaissance Club. So, so I think that you look at some of the top Americans, they have experience at Lynx. They have experience at St. Andrews. So I, I do think if you're looking for kind of a, you know, prop bets or novelty bets, I would look at the Europeans that have played well at the Dunhill Lynx championship which is a european tour event they play every year on three courses over there including st andrews so that might be a little bit of a tell tyrrell hatton is a guy who's won that twice uh back to back actually so that's that's maybe some informed uh info that i'd be looking to to add to my handicap for sure okay yeah that's a great betting nugget to look for also hopefully the weather conditions will keep an eye on those as well look good jay thank you very much for the time we appreciate it thanks well thanks sarah Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Dear listener, please close your eyes for this movie theater meditation brought to you by Fandango. Breathe in. Smell the fresh popcorn. Now exhale. (sighs) Open your eyes and proceed to the best seats in the house you reserved on Fandango. Recline. Now, download the free Fandango app for movie times, tickets, and seats at your favorite theaters. Fandango. It's your ticket to the movies. The Premier League is built on hope. The hope of discovering a new star. It doesn't take long, but Darwin Nunez to make an impression. The hope of rewriting history. And the hope of continuing a dynasty. Unstoppable week after week. This is the Premier League on NBC, USA and Peacock. What do you want from your sports book? Better odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you don't want to just bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, the official sports book partner of NBC Sports, you get better odds and bigger payouts all in a fast and reliable sports book. Download the app now and sign up with code NBC2000 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Additional terms and conditions apply. Must be present in New Jersey, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Colorado, Michigan, Virginia, West Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania, Void where prohibited, must be 21 plus. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-888-5 3-5-0-0 in Virginia, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, www.pointsbet.com slash terms dash and dash conditions.
Welcome back to Going for the Green. We are nearing the end of our show, and to help us bring it home, we welcome in NBC Sports Edge Golf contributor Brad Thomas. Brad, welcome to the show. We hit on some props at the beginning of the show, but we know there is plenty of value, plenty of more bets now to add to our card. So I'll begin with you, uh, notable props that will make your betting card, and I want notable finisher props. What do you got? My absolute favorite is Max Oma, top 40, minus 110. Week in and week out, he's grossly mispriced. This is a guy with 10 top 20 finishes. He's a top 10 guy in scrambling. Next, I'm going to Xander Shockley. You guys touched on him. Top 20, minus 110. He's Mr. Reliable. Six straight top 20 finishes. He has back-to-back -back wins. I think he's a top guy. And lastly, Scotty Scheffler, top 20, plus 100. He's 18th in driving distance, and he's gaining a ton of strokes on approach. I think these are all great looks in the uh, finisher market. Okay, Will, I go to you. Finisher market, you gave out a few at the top of the show. What else stands out? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Brad. I really think that Max Homa is an interesting uh, play here because most players, when they're paired with Tiger, it's a negative. I think for him it might be a positive where he's just so enthralled with the, the option to play this course and this tournament with his idol and his hero, essentially. I think it could really bode well for him in terms of that top 40 bet. Uh, I'm looking at, at a bit of a flyer. I like Wyndham Clark, who's a, an American, but he professed his love for Lynx Golf last week at the Scottish <laughs> Open, where he finished T14. I'd like him to go top 20 once again at plus 500. I think that's a really enticing price uh, for a guy who's usually longer off the tee, but has found a way to kind of control it a little bit with the driver, and that could bode well at a course uh, this week. And, and I do like uh, Ju Hyung Kim, plus 750, top Asian. Uh, his nickname is Tom from Thomas the Train, uh, for those that that don't know that's you know it's it's a throwback for sure but he's a young guy almost won the scottish open last week i think that it's an interesting asian market because you've got hideki at the top i think he's he's plus 300 for top korean but plus 750 for the top asian if you're willing to take on hideki i think that it's worth a bit of a gamble in that regard that's fun plus 750 to be the top asian any other props brad what do you got um, I'm with Will on the top Asian for J.H. Kim, but I'm also going to go on top Australian, Cameron Smith, plus 190. If you look at his competition, you have Adam Scott, Herbert, Scribner. I don't think he has any competition. Smith plays really well at windy courses, link-style courses. Give me for plus 190. I think it's a great price. We're volume betters here. Well, I'll go back to you. You normally love the head-to-head -head market. Anything in that realm stand out to you? Yeah, so that's a good segue from Brad. I'll double in on, on Cam Smith here. Minus 105 against Will Zalatoris. We talked earlier in the show about my personal frustrations with betting Will Zalatoris in the majors. Once more into the fray, I'm going to bet on regression. I don't think he can continue to putt as well as he has these first three majors. I, I was out on Cam Smith at Brookline. I didn't think his short game was going to bail him out, and I'm in on him this week because I do think this is a course, just like Augusta National, where a spotty short game – can be punished, but a very strong short game is going to reap some big-time rewards. Before we get to our outright picks, I'll leave the floor open. Either of you, any other bets that we should be getting into outside the outright market? I'll give you one more head-to-head, -head and I will. this will tip my hand, let's say, for, for the outrights. But I do like Dustin Johnson. Uh, you know, we've got so many of these live guys over there that are, are going to be playing this week. I think DJ was the pick of the crop at, at Brookline. I think he could be a strong player this week at the Open Championship. Um, in terms of minus 115 against Tommy Fleetwood in a head-to-head, -head, I, I think that there's some really good value there. DJ, six top 15 finishes in his last 12 Open Championships, almost won it in 2014. And remember, he was the 36-hole leader here back in 2015 before he had a rough weekend. 
You know, I'm very interested in the top 10 market. I had J.H. Kim as my top Asian, but I'm going to go Jordan Spieth top 10. Odds are plus 190 on points bet right now. Jordan Spieth, he's going to win here, and I believe this is the week he has a chance to do it. Why? Because he fit the profile. Hits the ball deep. He won't get penalized if he sprang it. He might just be on another fairway. And he's very creative with his wedges. At plus 190, it's worth the price. Okay, well, now I'm curious to see exactly where you're going in the outright market. So, Brad, start us off. Who are you picking one or two guys to win this weekend? I'm going to go with one, and it's going to be Cameron Smith plus 220. We'll touched on it before. Cameron Smith has the best short game in golf right now. And what's beautiful about Cam Smith is last week he was top 10 in driving accuracy. Here, I don't care where his driver goes because he's going to be within 100 yards every single time. And it's if his putter gets hot to the level that it should, I'm absolutely all over Cam Smith and he should be in contention come Sunday. Plus 2,200, 22 to one for Cam Smith. That's a fun look. A lot of love for Cam Smith going on in the betting market this weekend. Will, you're outright winner. What say you? Yeah, I'll give you two. Uh, one that I just touched on a few minutes ago. Uh, I do think that we could be looking at a renaissance for Dustin Johnson. Uh, 28 to one, that is enough to, to catch my eye for sure. Uh, in a tournament where he has played well before, he's coming off a strong showing a top 25 finish at the U.S. Open. His driving is starting to figure itself out. That's been an issue for DJ over these last few months when he's been a bit a bit of a malaise for his standards. I think that we could really see him put it together this week and get back into the mix potentially for a third major championship. And it's no surprise, as I said, there's a correlation between Augusta National and the old course of DJ, a former Masters champion. Another former Masters champion has my is on my card. A guy that Brad just spoke about is Jordan Spieth, plus 1,800. Uh, I am ready for the full Jordan Spieth experience. It is going to be a wild ride. There are ups and downs, just like we saw last week at the Scottish Open. But I think that uh, Spieth, we saw him come so close in 2015, missed that playoff by one shot when he was going for three majors in a row. I think he could be a man of the moment at, at this 150th, this grand stage. I think Spieth could get back into the winner's circle. Okay, 18 to 1. Also, some betters I know personally taking our betting rather on Jordan Spieth. Hey, Brad, before we close out the show, Will talked about getting a little Tiger Woods action for this weekend coming up at St. Andrews. What about you? Are you placing any bets on Tiger? <laughs> yes, I put some Big Mac money on Tiger Woods at 80 to 1. I think it's absolutely mandatory. Yeah, I think so. And, Will, what'd you take him at again to finish in the first? Uh, I've got Rory at plus 300 yeah. inside the top 10, and then I did take a plus 180 against Ryan Fox. I'm sorry, Ryan Fox, but I, I do think that uh, TW might have your number this week. Yes, against Ryan Fox, that's right. And, of course, Jay, let us know that everyone is betting on Tiger Woods. And for that reason, I also feel like I need to get involved with Tiger action. I have about 10 plays from the both of you as we get ready to place our bets for St. Andrews. I didn't have the best week last week, so I'll tail all of you guys. But we appreciate all of you tuning in here to Going for the Green, and we wish you nothing but the best. Best of luck for all your bets. We'll see you guys next time. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.